Mini-episode 1469 of the FDH Lounge is brought to you by Sportsology, delivering unconventional columns and webcasts about sports, TV, music, movies, and more. Follow them on the web at sportsology.com. The FDH Lounge. You want to schedule your life around it. A long time ago, on a gloomy, wet Cleveland spring night, two men stand alone amidst the late-night drizzle. Their voices echo across the vacant station parking lot as they debate the merits of the great American radio show that have been missing for far too long. On that night, an idea was born. That idea became the FDH Lounge. Welcome to the FDH Lounge. Hello and welcome to FDH Lounge mini episode 1469, our Better Call Saul Season 6 Part 1 Preview. I'm FDH Managing Partner Rick Morris here with our top five notes of interest about the first half of the last season of a truly epic franchise. Number five, Wall and Jesse will be back as all three Saul timelines will play a part. The return of Mr. White and his slacker sidekick has been confirmed, but we'll have to wait and see if that's in a flash forward or a serious jump in the timeline. The Breaking Bad universe lasted from 2008 to 2010, and we're still in 2004 with this prequel, so there's a lot of ground to be covered either way. Of course, the post-2010 timeline with Cinnabon Gene will continue to be fleshed out as well. As the great TV critic Kimberly Potts has noted, how awesome would a Gene sequel be when Better Call Saul wraps up? But the likely scenario is that we get closure on the first and third timelines to match what was done on Breaking Bad. Number four. Nacho is finally exposed as a double agent and quite vulnerable with Lalo still alive. The double game with Gus and Gus's shadow war with the Salamancas has forced Nacho into the open, and the hit on Lalo failing is going to have vast repercussions, probably first and foremost dooming Nacho's dad, unfortunately. However, we continue to be fascinated at how long this dynamic can remain under the radar of the cartel, since, keep in mind, the two sides were in the midst of a long-running cold peace on the Breaking Bad timeline. Number three, Gus and Mike will have to adjust to Lalo's survival. We know that they make it to the Breaking Bad timeline, whereas Lalo's fate is far cloudier, but how they get there is going to be a large part of this epic final season. At least as far as Gus is concerned, sacrificing Nacho is something to be done without a second thought if need be. And then there's the chance that Lalo turns his suspicious eyes to Saul, which probably informed the following decision. Number two, Howard is in the crosshairs because of the Sandpiper settlement. Kim seems to be eyeing this pot of gold as something to tempt Saul away from the cartel, not realizing that it's far too late for that. Lalo and Gus collectively are going to keep Saul squarely in the game but Kim's willingness to even play that card is indicative of one of the most shocking developments of the series thus far. Number one, Kim has broken bad. We all waited five seasons for the excesses of Slippin' Jimmy to alienate his beloved blonde, but instead he's played a strong role in corrupting her. This was never a scenario that viewers strongly considered. Instead, knowing that she's not depicted on screen in Breaking Bad, we wondered if she left Saul at a time when he went too far or if his actions got her killed. That may still happen, but now we know that Kim has become the one who knocks. There are so many more scenarios on the table, 
and a final season potentially rivaling Breaking Bad itself awaits. Thank you for joining us for this mini-episode of the FDH Lounge.